Hey everyone, welcome to Unjustified True Beliefs, the podcast in which we talk about our beliefs and we try to validate them using philosophy, psychology and maths. Today on the show, we'll be talking about an alternate lifestyle to our corporate nine to five job. And on the show today, we have Shoresh Rivastav, Karthik Kannan, Jyoti Dugar. First of all, I would like to thank you for, for listening and following us for the last four months. And I'm really looking forward to your inputs on the beliefs you would like to test on this podcast. So message us or just write a comment on this channel on YouTube on the beliefs you would like to test or care about in the future episodes. I want to jump into the main discussion and ask this question to everyone. What does freedom means to you? Everybody would have a different definition of freedom. So let's start with our guest today, Shaurya Shrivastav, and what is his definition of freedom? Thank you. Thank you, Saransh, uh, for introducing me here. And for me, freedom is all about sort of having my time as freely available as possible. My schedule should be in a manner where uh, I feel I can get the maximum out of life. To me, it's really important to feel alive and feel free. So feeling alive and feeling free to me is just uh, getting the maximum out of life in terms of potential and uh, having my schedule as free as possible. So that's how I personally look at freedom from a very uh, emotional point of view. More time to yourself as your definition of freedom. Right. More time to myself to pursue things that I really like hobbies that I really like or things that I really want to work on. Cool. And that's why you decided to make the switch and we'll talk more about the switch in a, in a while. So let me ask uh, Jyoti and Karthik, what are your definition of freedom? Hey, hi. So freedom um, of time, definitely freedom of choice is also something which is I think as important to me, like uh, being able to decide what I want to do when and um, I guess that's it. Freedom of time and choice. Both are equally important to me because I like, uh, first of all, I like spending time with myself a lot, find myself very interesting. So yeah, I was on myself, by myself, reading, watching things which I like or anything or learning as well. So I like to have that time dedicated to myself. So I need freedom of time and freedom of choice. Both. Just a follow-up question on that. What is the time in a week where you feel uh, you're, like you're mostly free? Is it during the week itself? Is it especially on the weekends? Is it in the evenings? Or you feel like your entire life you are free to do whatever you want to I do? Think, yeah, since last year, it's been uh, the weekends for sure. Otherwise, earlier it used to be weekends. You have to meet someone. You have to do this. You have to do that. Or you have to catch up on your... Uh, house chores but uh, since last year i think weekend is the time when you're really and that is a limitation with the corporate life we follow there is a reason we do that and we'll talk about it again in a while now finally coming to karthik what is your definition of freedom as you guys were talking about freedom i was having thoughts of about the same thing in my head like the freedom to do what i want and when i basically freedom of choice and time right but then i thought that was I was if I was being too idealistic and sort of like even if I'm doing what I want, what I that doesn't mean I won't have commitments, right? Doesn't mean I'll be free to do whatever I want. There will still be commitments to do. So maybe freedom for me means I get to decide my commitments. Like I get to decide what I am, what makes me less quote unquote free in terms of time and choice. That sort of stuff. This is definitely a philosophical debate and we can start with the definition of freedom, which is freedom of choice is what we're looking for. But in any case, you will be bounded by some responsibilities and you have to choose your struggles as, as they say. So let me come to this point. Shorya here has made a choice about moving away from a normal nine to five structure to a more self-managed, self-regulated lifestyle. 
So, Rishwari, can you talk a bit about it and what made you make this change into the lifestyle you're currently living? Sure. Yeah, I think, you know, working over the years, being obsessed with sort of uh, being free and feeling alive, right? To me, was freeing up as much time as possible. Initially, I started looking for jobs where I could really have jobs. Could I work six hours a day? Could I find jobs where I can work five hours a day? Are there really jobs like that was the initial... uh, you know, search uh, or was the initial pursuit because that way that I could still earn some money from my job and actually have time as well. But then I soon realized that such concepts rarely exist, uh, especially in India. Right. So I think then I was really sort of forced to, you know, find ways to make the switch. And about six months ago, I did make that switch of deciding to leave my full-time job. Yeah. So making that uh, switch happened about six months ago. And currently, if I look at my current schedule, I'm, I'm sort of working approximately three to four hours a day on my job of being a full-time trader. So currently I'm a full-time trader. I sort of spend three to four hours a day and I am pretty much free from about 1, 1.30 p.m. every single day. And I absolutely love that. I absolutely love the fact that 1 p.m. is when I, I literally go have lunch from a point knowing that my whole day is free from now on. So uh, that in a nutshell is how my schedule looks currently. and. Uh, that's, that's what I've actively worked towards achieving that 9 to 1 is what my timings are at the moment. So, yeah, we can, of course, break it down as we continue. Interesting. And Kadik, before this, you raised a very interesting question about how actually we work in a 9 to 5 job. So, like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, how many hours do you actually or do we actually work in a 9 to 5 job? I would, I would say, yeah, if you remove the food time and the chatter time and other time, it, it would come down to four to five hours effective yeah for the listeners to rephrase the question like the question was how out of the eight hours that are quote unquote assigned to you in a corporate work day how many effective hours do you already end up working so and like you said Zaraj, like after you factor out all of the other stuff even if if you factor out the lunch and the other chatter like when you're how productive are you really like if if you didn't have to work the nine to five and you could work say from if someone was six to ten a.m. he was most uh, he or she was most productive and then after that the next time they find their energy is from five to nine p.m. would they achieve the same or would they achieve more? I, my argument here was they would achieve more and in a nine to five job you're really just working like Shaurya said like nine to one is probably how when you are most productive after that is like you already there's a point where you're ramping up you're ramping down you're figuring out the day whereas if you focus all of that energy and you don't fill up the space so to speak maybe you you can be more productive you can be happier that's the question you was i i keep asking myself i think i think you're talking more about having these flexibility to work in a day whenever you want but you are still talking about working for eight to ten hours both uh yeah i was talking about both components like yeah there are two arguments to that like when you work and how much you work is are two different things like but yes i was talking about both things what do you think about both of them okay i think it it depends a lot from job to job it varies because uh, in my job usually it's never like, you know, I have to work from nine to five. It's usually, it, it's a consulting sort of job. So it highly, highly depends on which, which, who is my customer at that point of time. So then it depends a lot on which time zone they are in. And sometimes I'm working very early in the morning or sometimes I'm just 
starting late and working very late in the morning and similarly it has happened that some days i've worked for more than 10 to 12 hours but some days i've also worked less than 8 hours i don't know if everyone's job is like this i'm sure it's not probably just lucky to or unlucky to not have the same life day in and day out i don't know i've never experienced a proper 9 to 5 job so i wonder i do wonder is that would i like the 9 to 5 job because i've had a very like an unstable schedule it, it changes a lot is there anything good about the 9 to 5 i'm not sure i just thought i'll drop in another point before uh, the thing between working i just feel like having a corporate job instead of 9 to 5 i'll say corporate job and having a job and doing it independently i feel that the job takes care of a lot of things for you and uh, you don't have to depend on yourself for everything plus you don't have to be the most disciplined person because i think working independently discipline is very 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 important and i think the job takes care of a lot of those things which uh, free up time actually mm-hmm. to do the work and uh, other things if possible i just want to say something on those lines around the topics that jyoti has mentioned you know so the thing is like so I, one thought which was always there in me and you know something which is very core to my thoughts was that many times i noticed right we in uh, at least i'm in analytics i'm in the field of analytics so many th- many times i noticed that a lot of people used to like like spread their work from a monday to friday in such a manner that they still have something to do on each day and i used to wonder why can't we squeeze it a little tighter right and i'll do the same amount of work on five days within four i can do it in three i can you know maybe i can stretch maybe i can do a lot of things but maybe i don't need to sit eight hours on each day right eight nine hours whatever the work average work hour may be depending on place to place and i was like why is there no option where i do my friday's work because i've noticed on fridays half the people are anyway having really low productivity right why is there no option where you're going to spend when you're maybe doing four hours of work or three hours sometimes on a friday just an example why can't i squeeze that into my thursday or wednesday and give my friday off right i'm still doing the same amount of work i'm still earning the company the same amount of uh, income or business i was really mind boggled by some of these things and you know, these are these are core thoughts that i've always had uh, that way i get more time for myself i've still done justice to my job and i have done a great job in fact so uh, speaking of productivity you know these are some of the thoughts that i've really had to question why is it that my weekend is only considered free time why is it that i can't squeeze friday's work back into a thursday just just thought i'll break call that up yeah that's a really good thing that you bring up and i feel there inherent to that though is the assumption that you have the ability to do that like when you were working a 9 to 5 you, it was in a tech sector right yeah yeah and i think the rp the rest of us are in the tech sector as well and i feel like as the tech sector uh, i was mentioning this right before the podcast and our conversation but yeah i was saying that it resembles art in a lot of ways because we work in silos we don't interact with a lot of people our work really de- doesn't depend on a lot of things so we can we are actually free to work when we want to if we actually decide to do so whereas for a someone like a banker or a doctor who has their day will revolve yeah. around patients or customers and they yeah. probably do not have the freedom to say that okay i am not going to work from or i will come in at 6 am or i will not work from 10 to 12 because their work revolves around customers patients people who need yeah yeah, yeah. so exactly man that's exactly the same thought i had we are not mostly i guess a lot of people are not part of these customer facing roles or front end roles if i may call them. i i don't need to answer a customer at 9 am right like why don't i just finish my work for the next day which is 4 hours of work let i'll wrap it up now and give me my day off tomorrow and i used to crave for that and 
yeah so that's exactly what i'm talking about it totally resonates here i'm just looking at the other side of the coin like uh, the the company unfortunately works in a way that you have to co- like coordinate with a lot of other people and there'll be requests coming in at different times so they can be a sudden request vision come in at uh, you know friday 3 pm and you consider that time to be your free time and you you have all, almost completed all your responsibilities mm-hmm. but so that is i think the current restraint and okay let's before i dig dig deep into that specific point i just want to mention that i think the idea of this 9 to 5 came through the industrial revolution where the workers have to work on a certain time and after that you're free not going to call be called back but now we are in a digital age and we are always connected through our phone and laptops and anybody can just ping us and ask us to work on a file on a or a report that freedom is completely lost now like you know that we, this time you cannot disturb me any time the boss can ring you up and productivity is measured differently expectations are just way too different so from that era to here a lot of practices didn't evolve and given the context as what you guys were talking about that we are in a role where we have luckily the freedom to change our work structure in a way to produce the same output but this is where the problem lies where as our responsibility we could be called in to solve a crisis at a time where we think our a job was usually completed so if that is the reason that we have that 9 to 5 structure yeah i mean yes you're right i like to use the word the system right mm-hmm. so i think yes we are part of a system where yes the corporate system where yes you have to be available at a certain time in case something comes up mm-hmm. right and yes i understand that if let's say yes if i had a company and yes it would not be easy to provide that kind of freedom that i previously mentioned uh, yes so part of being part of that system as an employee definitely means that yes you got to be available and and i understand that yes and from a very practical sense i i am saying that yes as an employee you got to be available in case something comes up so you would even show up on a day where you don't have too much work on it right mm. but yeah i guess that's the dichotomy right but as as an individual i really want that time for myself and if i could find a way to do it i i would i personally yeah. would interesting and the same question to you shorya and to everyone else what do you think are the major challenges when you're trying to make that jump like what how difficult is it to make that transition like in a job setting because you have a i mean if you're lucky enough that your company has a structure where you can be promoted or you learn some new skills and there is a career growth which you can see doing that by yourself that would be very challenging if you're not disciplined if you're not uh, you know if you can't plan for yourself that well so what are you what challenges have you faced sure and what do you like other guys what do you think are the major challenges in going solo okay I'll, i think i think first things like for you to go solo i don't know if this is a challenge but i'll say that the first thing that is really important is to have clarity right clarity of mindset that this is exactly what i want is really important being self aware and being able to answer that itself takes a lot just sort of coming to a point of self awareness that this is what i want to do this is how my life will go ahead and this is something that i really crave for first accepting and understanding that itself is quite a journey that was one of the if i have sort of a challenge or sort of like a journey for myself i actually had a question for you before i made my point and that will probably help me make my point career do you think there was a risk associated uh, with moving away from the corporate the 9 to 5ish structure yeah yeah so the thing is the the obvious fear is that uh, you know uh, that i may not get a job again easily right it, I, or i may not first of all i lose my income to begin with the day i leave my job right so the first big fear or the first 
hurdle is to first accept that i'm okay without income without fixed income let's call it right mm-hmm. first thing is just sort of accepting that much other risks that you really feel are let's say um, you know you have you're used to a sort of like a path when you're on a corporate career you're used to the feeling of you going on a path with a lot of people so whether it's a path of growth whether it's a path of a career there's a certain mindset that you feel comfortable with i think one of the huge one of the biggest feelings that i really was not expecting was i felt really lonely on my path mhm i felt isolated i felt lonely i felt uh, let's call it i had a lack of an identity is the term i'm looking for when i initially started to just leave my job so i think uh, th- that feeling of isolation itself is something that i've taken some time to feel comfortable with because i have to plan my day i have to be my own boss i have to push myself i have to uh, you know make sure that hey if the money is not coming in i got to tweak my techniques my trades my work accordingly so mm-hmm. being extremely sort of isolated and yet responsible for yourself is also a couple of things that i can mention my point i guess from following your yours was just that i guess you mentioned a lot of risks and at some level we acknowledge uh, there was an implicit acknowledgement in there that we are all privileged enough to be able to take those risks right of course very yeah, very so that is probably the point i was trying to make that that's probably the challenge i would say is the most i was thinking of i think the same thing like the you know you said you felt uh, lonely on your on the path when you switched from 95 yeah. to the alternative and i totally uh, i think i would feel the same because even in my work when i get to work with a team i like going to office and meeting them and working with them and when i uh, like uh, when we had to start working from home completely and uh, and you have to work alone and okay virtual meetings are there but i like meeting people and working so i guess it depends a lot on uh, i think what we want because i can totally imagine it being really like feeling like you are doing it all alone yeah. in the alternative career because you have to take care of everything right not only the work but i think marketing or strategy or like you said if there is loss or risk involved you have to change your techniques and you have to understand the market and competition and growth yeah. and uh, alternatively i think in a 9 to 5 job not necessarily my job in a 9 to 5 job you are like everyone else there's nothing difference there's nothing no difference between you and the other few people sitting next to you or you can be replaced within a day or something so i for a i think that is also a risk i think in the long run so it just depends on which one you are willing to take yeah i i am kind of i can't think of like more bad points about one thing i just think both of them have equally good points it just depends on where mm-hmm. a person is and what they're looking for so yeah right now i'm sticking to my job yeah, yeah. <laughs> because i don't think the uh, i don't have anything i want to work on right now mm. more than my job and plus i don't think i have discipline to take care of all the other things mm. because once i get free time i'd spend it doing any random thing which is which puts my mood yeah just to add your point right so the thing is we are talking about that mindset another sort of mindset which one key aspect is sort of looking at uncertainty with a lot of excitement right i, I sort of like have had that in me so it probably i could do it a little bit more easily but it's really important at times to sort of face uncertainty with 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 a level of calmness right 
which which maybe probably brings us to a point where is that is that sort of a individual path meant for everyone probably not right mm-hmm. so uh, yeah mm-hmm. just wanted to just call that out yeah, yeah i think a lot of uh, resilience is required like unless you you are you know your parents are extremely rich you would need yeah. to uh, you know you would need to earn right and to go yeah, yeah. if uh, whatever you're selling or making or working if it's not like you know the suddenly it's become a boom you'll need a lot of resilience to go yeah, through yeah. all of it. yeah and uh, it's i mean it's normal not many people have that it takes time to build it right yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know speaking of privilege right for example yes mm-hmm. it would you know privilege is also a big factor here right because if you come from a background where you have the backing to experiment right Uh, mm-hmm. through your parent backing you up or anybody else of course it becomes mm-hmm. like easier but i think mm-hmm. uh, you know like given the way the modern economy is right life is uh, there are expenses there are life is not uh, you need to earn a significant amount of money for you to just survive rent rates are at their highest you know rent the, the uh, percentage of your salary average salary that goes into rent is at its highest historically you know and various factors like that so and there are different degrees to which you can be privileged right so somebody would be like hey i can experiment for 5 years somebody could be i can experiment for 1 year somebody could be like hey i just have one or two months you know and if i'm not figuring things out in one or two months i have to head back mm-hmm. to my job so yes there are different degrees of privileges but yes it's good to have some some backing of course i have a question like at yeah. what point or at what level of um, preparedness were you you know able to give up your job ready like you were like yes i can definitely give it up right now because i'm sure yeah. you would have started thinking about this alternative work much before you gave up your job yeah 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 so what was the point when you decided that okay when i reach this i am ready to take the jump yeah. and the risk and go on with it and yeah. i will succeed yeah great question yeah really good question how do you like logically plan it out that i'm at a point to take the leap of faith right Yeah, this this question has been such a such a personal question. Uh, yeah, I just almost feel emotional when you say it. Anyway, so uh, yeah, so so the thing is, so it, it was three years of planning for me. Right, I started in 2017. It has been three years of planning for the leap for me. I'm heavily inspired by the Fire Movement or Financial Independence Retire Early. It's a very uh, U.S. or American-driven movement started in the 90s, and uh, something which people millennials like us have picked up. So basically. it it focuses on sort of saving up more and more and more money so that eventually you can sort of take a leap and sort of take that step towards doing something that you like towards maybe taking a break towards maybe just enjoying freedom uh, in whatever sense freedom means so for me it's it was about sort of constantly calculating and planning how much money am i saving each month i did that for 3 years i was aiming at trying to save more than half my salary every single month I've done that for three years, and I gave myself a costing. I've focused on first of all reducing my costs each month down to a bare minimum. The other ability, if you look at the flip side, for you to be able to leave your job requires you to sort of minimize your costs because you can sort of live longer, or let's say sort of experiment longer if you have more savings, right? So for me, it was can I save money worth of two years of bare minimum livings? And I I, I calculate bare minimum livings as hey, can I just pay rent and can i just eat meals and can i just do bare minimum thing without getting into the numbers yeah so i think 
kept like a bare minimum absolute like a fresher salary cost if i may call it okay bare minimum cost and i said i can live in this much first of all i had to make changes to live within that much second i wanted to save two years worth of this fresher bare minimum salary cost and uh, mm-hmm. if i could do that much two to two two and a half years i thought that was good enough for me to take a leap of faith so you already started preparing yourself living that way so that you can do it later on as well absolutely absolutely i started uh, so this is a started 3 years in advance to live in a manner where i live extremely frugally that's interesting and yeah. i mean the less the needs you have the more freedom you have i guess absolutely yeah that's absolutely so coming to the final question for this episode this requires a lot of planning a lot of clarity as you said of what, yeah. why i want to make that step how would i prepare myself to get there to what my future is going to look like so i wanted to ask basically where do you see yourself like the same question which a lot of people ask in the interview where do you see yourself in the next like 5 10 years and with this with the path you've chosen <laughs> yeah so first thing is <laughs> i lack the ability to see very much further that's one of my biggest problems and biggest strengths at the same time i see a lot and i'm going to like say this small instance right when i was in college right I used to see a lot of people saying, "Hey, I'm going to study for my GRE, go get my masters, and then eventually aim for a PhD." And you know, a lot of people have their life chalked out in years. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm such a guy who doesn't know how to see the next day even. So I I sort of like I'm like, "Hey, I don't even know where I'm having lunch tomorrow." Okay, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so just as an example, if I look at my life now, I can't look beyond the next two months, right? I only know what I'm doing the next two months. I'm absolutely clear what I want in my next two months. I can't look beyond that. but if i may give like an answer i am trying to establish a business out of trading i'm trying to create a movement of sorts where i can sort of let's say encourage more people to take the leap of faith based on my experiences my learnings and i wish to sort of create a blueprint where i can show people that this is there's an exact science for you to quit your job if you want to quit your job for you to live a life where you don't need to be dependent on a corporation or somebody else to pay your income by using skills around analytics and trading a little bit mostly how to use it in trading basically so that's what i'm trying to promote from my side and uh, i wish to create that into a full fledged business it could be a movement it could be a small service but that's what my thought process is to the plan for next month is to get a website could <laughs> 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 to have that clarity yeah. awesome that was great i think jodi do you have any questions no questions but i mean kudos to shorya for not only doing it but also noting down his journey so that others might find it easier yeah that's great Awesome. Thanks a lot guys for this participation. This was a very interesting conversation. Like we are all kind of if I may say stuck in a rat race and sometimes we all plan to have a alternate lifestyle and it takes a bit of like a lot of courage to make the switch, a lot of planning as we discussed and a lot of clarity as well why you are doing it. So once you have all these things sorted out then you can finally make the transition into a life which you choose and you can choose your own freedom people would have different definitions of freedom and that is also great like as long as you are living by your own principles if you are living true to yourself you are free to call yourself free and if you like this episode please follow us uh, on your favorite podcasting station and subscribe to us on youtube thanks a lot and see you in the next episode in which we'll be talking about how relationships can make us better at risk taking so stay tuned and see you in the next episode